Welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. At this time every day, we give you a shot or no shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Good morning, boys. Kaplan, I have a piece of paper for you. If you would like to please read that, it's on the chair behind you. Let's make sure we take care of business here. Brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Win $400 in NCAA tournament bets and Kentucky Derby bets while enjoying $4 Sam Adams beers. Details at HawthorneBettingBars.com. It's a lot of fun because I've been to them. Take that. Snorling. Uh, people are saying in our Twitch chat that that was a fine. If anything, that's a fine on me. I didn't remind Kaplan. I'll take, I'll take responsibility for that. Right. What a pleasure it is to see the two of you after spring trading yesterday. Yeah, spring trading is an awesome concept. i got to give a lot of credit out to one Daniel N. Zetterman, our boss. Spring trading is an awesome concept. My brother called me last night. He's like, dude, I listen to the station all the time, driving from surgery back to the office and eating his lunch. He said, that spring trading thing is Legit. Yes. Daniel N. Zetterman. You know what the N stands for? Nisenbaum. No. Knowledge. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Wow. All right, boys. Let's get started with some more football. Uh, Ryan Poles has been doing the rounds, getting on the horn with anyone and everyone to talk about the likelihood of trading the top pick. He told our friend Albert Breer of the Monday Morning Quarterback that it would, quote, take a lot to close a deal right now, but that the odds of trading the pick by the draft are, quote, over 50%. My question for you both, shot or no shot, the odds of trading the pick are 100%. I would say that's a shot. Carm asked a really interesting question yesterday. Yeah, what did I ask you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is what is? One of these phones really not ringing. That we're seeing such openness from a GM, which is unheard of in these days, day and times. Mm -hmm. He said, "What if every time Peter King walks out, gets off Cap J Hood, Albert like anyone he can get?" Yeah. Favor, text me. Is my phone not working? Oh, 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 come on. Favor being Brandon Favor of the Media Relations. Come on. Guru, Brandon Favor. He said, call my phone. Oh, SOB, not, nothing's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I keep getting this call. Oh, is this the Ravens? No, scam likely. No, it's not that. No, no, Russia. Yellow. Russia. Oh, it's not the line. Nah, it's Yellow. No, nope, it's not the call. His phone's ringing. It's ringing just fine. He told us. There's a cutoff at 10 o'clock because there's a work-life balance that he has. He plugs it in the bathroom so he doesn't keep seeing it light up all night long. That's actually pretty smart. Because he's just like, I I have to unplug at least for a few hours. If someone's going to call, they know where to reach me. So I I would say that that they are trading the pick. To me, that's 100%. 100%. Yes. What is he doing plugging the phone and putting out Do Not Disturb? What happens? Somebody calls up. Hey, Ryan, I got you two firsts here for your first right now. Deal done today. And I'll throw in Brian Burns. And he's on Do Not Disturb. That deal will be there in the morning. That's exactly right. Because he's the guy with the number one pick, not eight or nine. Correct. That guy didn't get back to me. We'll move on. We'll no. go get seven. They'll wait till the end of the earth to, to for a polls to answer that call. They'll wait. 
We this be the owners call the him that guy. Did you hear back from the? No, he hasn't called back yet. Well, go call him again. Yeah, go into voicemail. Yep, call the cops. It'll be David Tepper himself ringing the doorbell. Yellow. Where you been? Sleeping. Ryan, you there? It's the, it's the Panthers. <laughs> what? What's up, man? Oh, I, I, we want to make this deal. Why don't you just call me? I mean, this is do not disturb, man. Okay, what's the deal? What? No. Boom. Goodbye. Two number ones and our second. <laughs> I want David GD Putney just because I feel like it. He, you it, pancake eating. Yeah, and, they, and he closed. He closed the door on the Panthers. He closed the door and then opens it up just to say, "R.I.P. Dre Richardson," and then close it back again. That's, 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 bam! Goodbye. Bam. Next. All right, looking around the landscape of Chicago sports, the Cubs are hopefully nearing the end of their rebuild. Hey, the, the Clubs. The Sox are Ooh, hoping to clubs. be contenders this year. Well, the Bulls, boy, the Bulls are in the <laughs> purgatory, and the Blackhawks are ripping the walls down, tearing everything apart. Uh-huh. Does Jared Golf play for the Clubs? Man. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Uh, meanwhile, per PFF, the Bears, they have the best path to getting better in the NFL based on their cap space and draft capital. And PFF added in this article where they displayed this, it was a virtual tie between the Bears and Houston. When the Bears trade the number one pick, they will have by far the greatest avenue to getting better of any team in the NFL. Shot or no shot, Ryan Poles has the easiest job in Chicago sports. Okay, just, just a second. So how long is that avenue? Is that all the way through State Street? How far is that avenue? Um, serious question. How far is that avenue? Cottage Grove? Like how, how, because the avenue to get, to get better is, what do we say, Cap? Maybe two years? Maybe? Yeah, like I don't think they're going to be like markedly better next year. They'll have markedly better talent. The but avenue to get gonna better. It's going to take time. How long is that avenue? How many streets is that? How, t- how long is that distance? I think privately Ryan Poles is thinking the 2025 season, we should be a beast. That's fair. We'll be not as pathetic as we were in 23 than we were in 22. 24, we should be we're coming. Mm-hmm. We're a solid football team. Mm-hmm. Not there yet, but we're getting there. 2025, we better be a beast. Cubs are right there. Cubs are close. Now, I'm not saying to win the World Series. Close to c- coming out of the wilderness. It's that garbage division you're in. That's what that'll get you in. That oh, helps. Yeah, yeah, that AL Central is just phenomenal. What are you talking about? That's a strong division, pal. Don't you worry about what's going on over here. Oh, your, your division stinks. No, it doesn't. I like yours. Ours is tougher than yours. Pittsburgh's you don't have one team like the Cardinals to contend with, and Milwaukee's got talent. What do you mean we don't have a team like the Cardinals? You know what we got? The White Sox. How about that? Wow. I actually, to, to Kaplan's point, I think I saw in the zips or whatever projections I was looking at, the entire AL Central was projected 81 wins or under. I don't care about that. You, can, you know what you can do with those projections. I hand them to me so I can read them. Tell that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you can do with those projections. Tell that to LaGrange <laughs> you, you can hand me those projections. We'll get to it in two weeks, so don't worry about that. Baseball, see, listen, like Tom Waddle likes to say, uh, college basketball doesn't start until today. Baseball starts on March 31st. So to quickly answer your question, the Bears and the Hawks are in that conversation, right? Right, Shay? Because yeah. Hawks are starting over as well. No more Kane. 
Taves is, is one way or the other, something's going to happen with Jonathan Taves. So you're starting over with kids. Okay, the only difference is, is that the Blackhawks don't have that difference-making star right away that can help you like Justin Fields can, at least in, in my view. So who has the avenue to win out of all these teams? Cubs? Wow. Not the Bulls. That's not, they're not in the conversation. The Bulls are the worst of the five. Fair. At least the Blackhawks have embraced where they are. They've got four zillion draft picks, a ton of salary space. Now they've got a lot of work to do to get players into those slots. The Bulls still got to tear it down. The Bulls are, for me, the worst situation in Chicago sports. I would probably go the Cubs. No, I would probably tell you the White Sox still have the most talent. Then the Cubs. The Bears are the most enviable situation. Mm -hmm. Then the Blackhawks. Dead last the Bulls. And and by the way, did C-Red Fred move out of Chicago? Why, Why is that? This dude is invisible. Well, you can understand. All of a sudden, the Knicks win like a billion in a row, and C-Red Fred ain't chirping so loud anymore. You can understand why. a sidebar. Well, brought you, to you by Incan Law. But you can understand why. Because the Bulls suck. Yeah. Yeah. And the skies underneath the Bulls. So I, I, would say, I would say that you are correct that they have the proper avenue to win, mm-hmm. but the Cubs are closer than any team well, in the city. they put some pieces in place. Yeah. Correct. The Cubs are... The Cubs are the closest team to be a winner. And the reason why I say that, Sox fans, is because, show me. Well, the Sox won't spend. Well, I mean, hey, we got Melky Cabrera in left field. What are you talking about? We got Melky? He retired. Oh, he's out there. They got him again. Benintendi. Wow. Oh, exactly. God. Like, they herald that. Like, that's an amazing <laughs> signing. Like, on hey, the Yankees, the he's like number 12 on their roster. Cappy, it's the record. They got it. I mean, it's the record. It's their most expensive contract. Right here on the home of the White Sox, ESPN 1000. Go ahead. Sorry, Brooks. Uh, go ahead. No, it's a nice. It's good. Hoodie, it's a good thing. They gave out their biggest contract in team history. It's a record. Congratulations to the White Sox. Oh, boy. Congratulations, All right, Jay Moore. It's a good thing. It's a positive. I'm telling you, it's a good thing. I don't want to talk to you now. They're spending big. The record contract, Andrew Benintendi. We're never going to give more than five years to the pitcher. <laughs> John Danks, you give him the money. Oh, he stinks. What did I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, just quickly, something that you both just made me think about with the Bulls. Uh, I, I, not a lot of preface to this. Shot or no shot, the Bulls have the worst situation in the NBA. Oh, don't do oh, that. Oh, boy. That, in the no, NBA. Well that's, a, well, that's a no shot. Off the, off the rip, that's a no shot. Who's worse? Like, the Pistons are garbage, but at least they're going to get maybe the number one pick again. They've got a lot of young talent. Well, as long as Michael Jordan owns the Charlotte Hornets, that will always be the worst situation. Yeah, I, I could well, see that. Well, I'm just, I'm, I can hear that. Hey, this is with a healthy ball or not. I'm just saying that the way that Michael runs that organization, the greatest basketball player I've ever seen, but one of the worst front office people or owners in sports... For a long time, by the way. This used to be the Clippers spot for a long time before you were born, Shay. This used to be Correct. Cap and I talking about um, the Clippers being so bad and Billy Crystal the only supporter for that team. Correct. That was his team. They had Donald Sterling. Oh, man. Elgin Baylor. Big Magic Johnson. What has he ever done? Sorry. Okay. I'm just <laughs> quickly looking as an aside. Who's in worse shape? I mean... 
Brooklyn's not in great shape, but they're at least nine games over five hundred. They got a, a fresh building and and they got a boatload of picks. I mean, that, I think they're in pretty good shape for the future. Actually, the Wizards just middling. They're just the Hornets for sure are a dead in the water ball club. It's the worst run organization in the NBA. Houston has arguably they're good more young talent than we've got. Yep, they're good. The Spurs they got Popovich. They're winning for the sweepstakes of Winbinyana. Right. That's the thing, though. Like, the Bulls, they don't have their own pick. They're, they're a hard cap team that overpaid for average. Like, I just... You, Shay, you make a valid point, man. They're got, in the worst spot in the league. I don't just, I don't agree with that. I think anytime that you have talent, you have a chance to be able to get in that, at the very least, a play-in game. Charlotte is just bad. They're the just Bulls are not run. going to the play-in game. They're done, and they're going to get their arse beat tonight I mean, in Denver. When you've got Vooch publicly saying, it's not going to click for us, and you don't have your pick, and you're not going to make the playoffs after being like a hard cap team, basically, where do you go? I don't I, get how they get better. I told this to Sylvie yesterday because I read that quote from Vucevic. You talk about shutting it down. He goes, well, we have to wait for the other teams to get worse for us to get better. Like, what? Like, what do you mean? The switch is not going to click? So you've already predicted that the switch is not going to flip on for this team. You're not going to try harder? You're not going to be better as a franchise? You're not going to work harder to try to get yourself in playoff contention? You don't That's what he said. You don't appreciate the honesty? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm glad he said it. But you know what, though? That sucks when you're a fan. I Listen, the honesty is one thing, but then the ineptitude's another. Sorry, that's not good enough. You're going to tell me that you ultimately you're telling me that, well, this is who we are, so we're just going to shut it down and just wait for other teams to uh, be down he, where we but are. He didn't say shut it down. He just said, I said, we have to win, but we're depending on the people in front of us on how they do. 30 games ago, it was in our hands. So it's hard to say after 65 games, we didn't figure it out. It's tough to believe something will just click like that. Why we'll not? see. We'll keep fighting. We'll keep hoping. But it's obvious we've put ourselves in a very difficult spot now. The switch, I love the, the honesty. No, the switch quote. What do you mean? Season's over now? Uh, what you just read there, the last paragraph, that's what I'm not happy with. You're, you're not gonna, so you're not going to play any harder, huh? You're just not going to defend any better. This is who we are. That's what that quote says. It might be honest, but it still sucks. Oh, he said it's tough to believe that something's just going to click like that. Why not? Because it's not. Why not? It's not. We could, we could be here all day, and I'll still ask you why. Because you don't have a good roster. You've got a front office that's incompetent. Let me They're just tell awful. you. This is where the fire is burned out on you. You've lost the fire. I you, lost you, the fire. You lost the fire. No shot. For, for you to be on his side as a coach saying that, well, you know, this is what we are. That's exactly what he just said. You've lost the fire. That's, that's, like, not, that's not who you are. That's not who you were. You, if you were coaching him, you go, you'd read that and say, come on in here. What the hell does this quote mean? Is this all we're going to do? We're not going to be better as a team? Why can't the light come on? Because there's, Why not? Because you've had 60-some games of a sample size that tell you bad roster, poorly, poorly put together. Period. You've lost the fire. No shot. The old cap would have said would have kicked him into the ass and go, "We're going to be better as a franchise." This cap here, grandfather cap. Uh, this is what they are. Uh, bad team. You've lost it. Bad, bad team. Cap, kid. The old cap would have said, "No, no." 
the, the light will come on, and we're going to play harder, and we're going to get in the playoffs. Bad That's team. what you would have done. Nope. Bad team. Oh, you would have done that in the 80s? Maybe in the 80s. What do you mean? <laughs> 90s? Absolutely. Now, grandfather cap, Florida cap, Vegas cap, lost the fire. Around the NFL. Wow. Next. Welcome back to Cap and J Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? We go around the National Football League right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Let's find out what's going around, and there's so much news. It's March 8th, and there's still NFL news. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Well, in yesterday's Tag Day, there better be NFL news. So let's get started with Tag Day and the biggest story out of it. Lamar Jackson got placed on the non-exclusive franchise tag. That does mean interested teams can pursue a trade. They would have to give up two first-round picks uh, to get Lamar back. But pretty much immediately, Hoodie, we saw Atlanta publicly say they're out. Washington, we're out. Carolina, we're out. Vegas, we're out. Miami, we're out. Everybody immediately goes, we're not interested. We're not going to make a move for Lamar Jackson. So there's two schools of thought here. Either one... You don't think you can win with him, and he's not the best move for the future of your franchise. Or two, and the more unprovable rumor one, these owners got together in a hotel suite and said, look, man, fully guaranteed deals are done. We are not trading for this guy. It's hard to prove collusion, Cap, but I wonder. It's in the back of my mind. There is zero chance they got together in a hotel suite and said that. They're not that stupid. You're talking about... The kind of lawsuit, the billions of dollars that would be, they're not that stupid. So you don't think they came together for that? I do not. How about a cigar lounge? Maybe there. Possibly. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. (laughs) Asians of orchids, orchids of Asia, Uh massage parlor. Maybe. We're Bob Craftling. What I believe is this guy's had injuries the last two years. Yeah. Just because Jimmy Haslam's a stupid owner in Cleveland and guaranteed a deal, the rest of them went, we're not doing it. We are not doing that. Now, if Patrick Mahomes hit the market, they'd all line up. Oh, he's a free agent? How much you want? Everyone would. Why wouldn't you? Lamar? Not so much. He can't stay healthy. So that's the most recent thing on the resume is that he did not play the last regular season games or the playoff game. He missed a lot of the season. Did not even show up to the playoff game. Didn't go with the team. Because of his, um, what do you call that, Shay? When, uh, contract dispute? Contract dispute, yes, but also a guy that was taking the Raven stuff off of his social media and also... He felt disrespected. And also congratulating the other team after losing. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of odd behavior. Well, rub me the wrong way. And that's why, like, I put out on Twitter yesterday, could it just be that NFL front offices don't think this guy is a winner? Whether I think that or not is irrelevant. I think he's a good player. I also think we're already seeing the downhill slide with Lamar. I don't think his legs are what they were even two or three years ago. That's part of what happens. And not saying that he, he get hurt. He got hurt in the pocket. I get that. He still got hurt. 
Yeah. Like, it's still injury. It doesn't matter where it happened. It still is mileage on your tread on the tires, so to speak. But what I'm saying is, is that who are you, Atlanta, Carolina, to turn down a, a player of his stature? Who are you? You got a whole division. Though you don't have a, a quarterback in outside of Derek Carr now that's signed with the Saints. Okay. So who are you? Ma- well, maybe they have a different plan. Maybe they're going to trade up and go get whoever it is in the draft that they like. It's none of my business, Cap, but I will just tell you that if I'm Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. instead of having me or my mom representing me, I would definitely get myself someone that understands the business of the football business. They can get this done for me. Is he going there hat in hand talking about what he thinks he's worth? Is mom going in there asking for what he's worth? You got to have a representative, man. You need an agent. Badly. Does that make sense? You do. You need someone in front. But Roquan Smith will say, hold on a second, Jonathan. Take that. I got my deal. I got paid. Chicago didn't want to give it to me, but Baltimore did. I just, uh, in this situation, Lamar Jackson, who put himself in this situation, and again, we don't know. Here's the thing we don't know. Was he healthy enough to play in the playoff game or not? Or did he do a business decision? Correct. There are people, I don't know the answer to the question. There are people in Baltimore that believe it was a business decision. Oh, you don't want to pay me? I'm going to protect myself. Well, they would say that. It's Baltimore. Wasn't well, that, though? That's perception is reality. If the front office thinks he did it as a business decision, doesn't really matter what he actually did it for. Perception is their reality there. I'm out. It's like if that's, if that's what I think he did, then I'm out. Lamar has missed. When did we go to 17 games? 2021? Mm-hmm. He has missed five games each of the last two seasons. So that's 10 missed starts. Now, when he plays, he's really good. 45 and 16 is the team's record. But but you don't see collusion there, Marvin Miller, huh? You don't see it? I don't see collusion. I don't. Now, if you had told me that nobody was going to pay Deshaun Watson, dude, he had not just the Haslam family owns Cleveland. Atlanta thought it was done. They thought they were getting him. They were giving up whatever they had to give up, and they were going to pay him the same contract. That's a guy with 30, 30 sexual misconduct or sexual assault allegations against him. If there was collusion in that, I couldn't blink an eye. I couldn't. I can't say that. I could say, hey, he has a right to work, but also owners have a right to put on the team who they want to. They have a right to be able to put on what they think is good citizens or good players. Correct. So I like if Jalen Carter slides to 12, that doesn't mean there was collusion. It means teams are afraid of what might be coming down the road. I'm more on cap side of this. I think it's more about the future of Lamar Jackson and the future of these franchises than it is collusion. You can't. The thing is, you can't separate Lamar and the contract he wants. You can't separate his talent from the contract he's asking for. That's a part of getting into this future with him. Shay, I'm, there's no side because I didn't say that it was collusion. I brought it up as a talking point. Well, I'm because... not saying with you. I'm just saying I, I agree with Cap. Go I'm, ahead. That's all. Next. Uh, all right. Well, I was going to ask this in shot or no shot, so I'll ask it for you here. Shot or no shot, Lamar Jackson's the Ravens quarterback on opening night. That's a shot. I'm trying to figure wow. out, the, if not, where's the destination? Where's he going? Are these teams that we mentioned, Atlanta and Carolina, seem like good suitors? Jets, that would be the last ditch. If they can't get Aaron Rodgers, then what are you going to do, the Jets? They're getting Rodgers. I will be shocked. He's waiting for them at the airport, we just heard. 
And the Colts, the other team that was brought up, well, you went to that well several times, the veteran quarterback well. But this is different. But brother, you've been there, though, and, and you've been spurned every, every time. They still have not been able to replace Andrew Luck, clearly. How about Andrew Luck being going to come back? Can he, yeah, no. <laughs> well, let's, let's bring him back. He's done. The Bears retired him. What do you think? I say he's shot. I can't find another team. Wow. Um, Not going to sit out, man. If he sits out, then that is collusion. There's no, no way he's sitting out. Leaving that much money on the table? I would say he returns to the Ravens. I would guess that's probably it, but... What's the Ravens play here? That's a playoff team. Who's that quarterback? Tyler Huntley? Stop yourself. I say Lamar returns. I got a co-sign with Hoodie. I can't think of where he's going. Now, would I be stunned if he got traded? No. And if he does get traded, you have to get two first-round picks back. So... In the event you trade him to Atlanta or Vegas, you get a pick in the top 10 this year. Maybe you move that one up in a way where C.J. Stroud's your quarterback. Like, there is a pathway where they can still replace the quarterback on a playoff team with at least a prospect who could be really good. So you're handing the keys to a rookie. It's better than handing them to Tyler Huntley. Well, then you're starting. it's better than paying Lamar $45 million a year. Then you're starting over, then. With talent. Because everything is is predicated on the super on the uh, quarterback. So, all right, can you squeeze in one more? Can we get one more? Uh, we have one more, but let's do it on the other side. Let's keep things timely. All right. Yeah, and by the way, what was going on yesterday in this time slot? Abdallah was driving, so I'm holding him responsible. What happened? They're taking breaks at one minute after the top of the hour. We got a clock. We follow said clock. So Abdallah, we, you're we better just, than that. We just went to break and shot our no shot four minutes late. I, we we, let's keep this ship on the road, boys. Let's All right, that's on, us, on the road. That's on us. Let's keep this sucker tight. That doesn't excuse what they did yesterday. Take a break. Right on time. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Around the NFL. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Uh, the Jets yesterday, the big story of the day, they sent a contingent out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, apparently they, like, wined and dined in Los Angeles or something. Uh, they're trying to make a trade. The contingent is flying home this morning. Uh, Kimberly A. Martin reported it was a, quote, getting-to-know-you session. It was the immediate focus of the meeting, and it's seen as a first step in the process of working toward a trade. Cap, what do you think? How likely is that? Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. Like, what is the cost? What is the cost for all that? I don't know. Shay, what's the cost? Because for of the amount. Yes, because of the amount of money that's owed. You've got what about a hundred million, hundred and five million still on the books, and even he has admitted. I know I'm going to have to restructure my deal wherever I play. But what do you have to give up if you're taking all that money? Is that a first-round pick? Is I, that it's it's Aaron Rodgers? It still costs you a first-round pick. I would agree. Um, and then picks down the line. It's one first-round pick and picks down the line and cash considerations. You're gonna have to. 
Well, he's going to have to restructure his deal quite a bit. By the way, the Jets also uh, restructured C.J. Zoma's deal this morning as part of obviously trying to free up some cap space that would make room for Aaron Rodgers. He'll need to facilitate the Packers. There's so much that's going to – there's so many moving parts here. The, the Jets have to make it work for Green Bay. Rodgers has to facilitate the Packers by getting some of the money off their books. Okay, so when we look at players like Rodgers and we throw Brady in there as well, Cap, when we look at Rodgers, as much as I would say he's got two more good years left, actually in this generation of football players, he might play until he's 40-something years old. He might. What, like if, if I'm the Jets, I'm saying to him, okay, I got to know. If we do this, we got to sign you to an extension. So we want you for at least three seasons. We want a commitment you're going to be here. And I got to know you're moving to New York like tomorrow. Yeah. You're here and you're going to work with Garrett Wilson and all these young players that we've got. And you're going to be the leader in the room that we need. Is that worth it? You sure you can do that? Because every time when you look at Aaron Rodgers, there's always an issue at the end of the season. If the, if his team's underachieved, he's belly aching. Is that leadership? Because, you know, in Green Bay, it's like, oh, it's Aaron talking again. In New York, those are big splash headlines, front page. Right. But he's a hell of a football player. True. Top 10 quarterback of all time. It's so, worth it. If he's all in, like Jason Wilde told me in Carm yesterday, Yeah. if that guy's all in, look out. Because he'll want to shut every critic up. Shay? Also, sidebar, may I approach? Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law. 312, $6 million for the great Howard Ankin. Uh, the great Adam ball. Abdallah. At Adam A. Abdallah. We never broke a minute after the top of the hour. We are on a delay on the app, Sparkles. That one My listen phone on says the app, you just cookie. broke at 8.33 a.m., three minutes late. And that's around the NFL right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. And now it's time for Animal Stories. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. What's going on today in the animal kingdom? Chimps throwing feces? Wild boars snacking on faces? Very boars. Cougar on the loose? Yes, sir. Perhaps some horny mammals humping? Very boars. Let's find out together. Animal Stories on Captain Jaber on ESPN 1000. Time for animal stories here, and uh, <laughs> this one just came across about an hour ago. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Yeah, I saw this this morning. Uh, the Utah Department of Natural Resources wants Utah residents to catch, kill, and eat bullfrogs. Uh, bullfrogs are an, an invasive species in Utah. It says they can be difficult to capture. Hunting missions take place in the dark of night with catchers straining to identify the animals by their eye shine, eye shine and grabbing them before they can leap away. Uh, and then you have to get them home, uh, I think, like, skin them, separate the legs, bread them, fry them. But this is what the state of Utah is asking their residents to do. Okay, so... <laughs> so you're a resident, right? And then it's like, hey, they want us to eat these bullfrogs. So you're going to have to catch them. If they're in your yard, just catch them, fry them, and eat them. That's what they want? That's what you're going to do? If there was a bullfrog in your, in your backyard. Not eating it. Is that the first thing you're thinking of? First of all, my wife loves frogs. Loves. To frog, eat them? No. Not frog eat them. coasters and frog 
thing she puts plants in, like the the uh, po- the the pot. Yeah, she's got frogs everywhere. That's like her thing. Ribbit. She actually has a frog tattoo. Yes, she does. She does. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sitting on a sunflower, and she—that's her thing. Yeah, eating a frog, no shot. So she would never do that. No, she loves frogs that much. Correct. Okay. Um, so Jay Moore, have you had? Have you been to an Outriggers or been to a uh, a Dixie Kitchen to have some frog legs before? Absolutely not. You no. haven't had frog legs. No. Oh, we're out in the south. Is that, have you been to restaurants that serve it? Yeah, but I just elected not to try it. Where are your family from? What, st- what state? What's uh, uh, Alabama and uh, Kentucky. Alabama and Kentucky. And mine's yeah. Arkansas, so I'm sure they've had their share of bull, bull frogs yeah. in the past, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've had, I've had frog legs before. Last time I had them uh, when we was in New Orleans a couple of years ago for vacation. Have you ever had gator? Yep. Gator's delicious. Gator's great. It's a little tougher version of chicken. Yes. But it's got a good taste to it. Okay, so Shay, if you, if because this is mandated or suggested by uh, the people in Utah, would you have that? Would you try toad? Bullfrog, yeah, Bullfrog, I mean, yes. No. The problem with it is is not eating the bullfrog. The problem with it is the guy from their uh, forest service who says catching bullfrogs is just about perseverance and not being afraid to get wet and muddy like that's where i'm good if i have to go out into the swamp and dive for bullfrogs to save the state of utah no i'm I'm okay if somebody's gonna go do that and then i'll eat it off like a food truck all right yeah i'll try that yeah i'm not going out and catching bullfrogs what do i look like i'm a city boy because if you don't what happens to the state of utah who cares? I mean, to be quite honest, the state of Utah, great ski resorts, but in terms of like everything else, I, I don't care. If the what really what happens? They're gonna wipe the state off the map if residents aren't out diving in the swamp to eat bullfrogs. That was my question. I was wondering if it if the, the, bull, the bullfrogs would be so much that all of a sudden the state of Utah just just disappears off the map, and all you got is Colorado. <laughs> you just wow. get this big hole in the map. Right. So you had 40, you had 49 like states. Hole. Yeah, exactly. It's gone. Because of too many uh, bullfrogs. Have you been to Utah? No. I have. Never gone back. I went with Sylvie, so maybe that explains it. But uh, Yeah, you were there for the Bulls, right? So Bulls, Sylvie and jazz. I were there for the Bulls final. I see. Correct. I see. That's the reason why. Otherwise, you wouldn't be vacationing there because you're not a ski guy. Right? Not a skier. Yeah. So, I don't know if Sylvie's ever been back there since we went. Don't know. It was cool. Flu game, all mm-hmm. that. We were there. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that just that's weird. And but I think that the cherry on the Sunday or the swamp Sunday is that they want the residents to get get their big waiting boots on and go and, and find them. Like it's swamp people. Yeah. No uh, like like that. So it's like and that might be the new special, by the way. Instead of going after gators and throw them in the boat. Bullfrog man. Get him, Elizabeth. Get him. Shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> the next Steve Irwin is some Utah Mormon deep diving in a swamp <laughs> to get some bullfrogs. That's what I think it is. I think it is. Shoot him, Elizabeth. Shoot that bullfrog in the head. 23 kids and counting. They're all piling in a canoe to get out into the middle of a swamp and catch these bullfrogs. Just so, the, so no, if I'm living there, no, I'm not doing that for you. No, Utah. I will not be going in, doing a deep dive. Into some swamp because you needed no, you have some people there that can do that. I'm not going to do that as a resident. Sorry, I'm not doing that. 
All right, coming up, an opportunity for you to check out what I would consider cap, what you would consider cap, the 25th anniversary for US ESPN 1000. Man, it's going to be the party of the year. It is. Think about it. Got that. the Mac Yurko Harry reunion. Waddle and Sylvia are going to, I would assume, have Jay on their show. Mm-hmm. Robbie Gold. And you and I will just get to chill out. I'm not even going to drive that day. I'm going to take an Uber. Edzo's going to be there as well, right? Edzo's, Edzo's flying in from, I think, Nashville. Mm-hmm. I think he has a game in Nashville, a day off, and another game in Nashville. I think he's going back and forth just so he can be there. Think about how big this is on March 24th. Check your calendar, see if you're available on March 24th, and stand by because you have a chance to win tickets to our 25th anniversary party right here on Cap and J Hood. Cap and J Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. And Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Okay, so we're going to give you a question, and if you have the proper answer, be caller 7, regular line, 312-332-3776. You want to go to the 25th anniversary for ESPN 1000? It's going to take place on Friday, March 24th. Doors open at 11 a.m. The live show is between 12 and 6. It's going to be at the House of Blues. Don't call unless you can be with us and party with us. Don't forget you get uh, tickets at LiveNation.com as well. Search ESPN Chicago to be able to see... The reunion of Mac Yurko and Harry and Jay Cutler and Robbie Gold, Lou Canales, uh, the Cornets, Mark Giangreco, and so many more. So here's the question we're asking you. If you get this correct, make sure you're your caller 7, regular line 312-332-3776. So David Kaplan has a long, storied Hall of Fame career in the broadcasting industry. He's worked at many places. But... He's only worked at one place twice. What place was that in your career? Pretty good question. Yeah. He's only worked at one place twice in your career. Correct. So what place was that? What, what station was that? Let's see if people can pick that up. Sounds good. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Long, back. long, long career. In the business, mm-hmm. long career, but you've long, only but very, you, very long. But you've only worked at one place twice, right? That's correct. And and, and no, Jewel Osco does not. This that doesn't work. <laughs> not Jewel Osco. <laughs> it wasn't Jewel Osco, right? So that's that's our question. You come up with the right answer. We'll come up with that. So you know what? Because it's March Madness right around the corner. Selection mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday cap. Can you believe this? How fast is the is the world turning? How fast is it that we're already at March Madness? Right, it's crazy, and we've got the Masters right around the corner. The yes. Players' Championship is this week. You've got the Derby prep races, the Derby runner, and Opening Day three weeks and a couple days away. Can't wait for that. Let's go. Can't wait for that. So you know, we always do something fun with our audience when it comes to March Madness and when it comes to uh, brackets. So we have a special bracket that we're going to unveil starting Monday. Yep. And you'll be able to see it at ESPN 1000 on Twitter. Of course, you can play along with us. And it is, Jay Moore, are we considering this like the breakfast? How would we call this? The breakfast bracket? I was. This one would be 
we'll, we'll general, generally call it the, uh, I would say, breakfast food of all time brackets. Breakfast food of all time bracket. Yeah. That's fair to say. That's, how, that's what we'll call it. Because it's so many. Better have coffee cake on there. Well, we, that's, so we've narrowed down the regions. We have a field of 64. We've narrowed down the regions. We're assembling uh, the contestants and the seating right now. And we have a cereal region, a savory region, a sweet region, and a fast food region. But oh. the question has become, is oatmeal cereal? Yeah, I, my original thought was, no, cereals. But then... It actually is like a soft cereal. Like a soft, hot cereal. Right. Depending if you like it hot. Right. Some like it a different way. But I would consider that it's in the cereal family. Yeah, I, I, I said to you, no, that's got to be something different. Mm-hmm. But you made the case for it, and you're correct. I would say, like, when we think of cereal, the first thing we think of is, you know, whatever the, you know, the nice bowl of milk and then throw cereal on top of it. So it's cold. Mm-hmm. But this is in the hot cereal category. I just ate my cereal at break. So, that's so that's a, so I would say that's a cereal. Courtesy of Soda Weight Loss. SodaWeightLoss.com. Go ahead. Are you done with the, the slide? I mean, did you have a read for this? I no read. Gave them a little extra <laughs> plug. <laughs> they didn't need the extra. They didn't need any extra plug. And that's the, that is good, by the way, what you just ate. It is. I like it dry. I like it with a little almond milk. Yeah, so that's that's good. But I I think that we can consider. Is there any other controversy con- controversy when it comes to these cereals, though? It is because we had some uh, some interesting conversation on yesterday on brands like you may have Cheerios and then you may have Honey Nut Cheerios, right? Or you may have Fruity Pebbles and you may have the other. You know, so the different brands have multiple. Um, you know, cereals. So which one of the multiple brands will make it? All right. So here's the question. Did you represent us, Johnny? Did you get the grits in there? Did you get grits in there? <sighs> how much, did, how much did, you, did you fight for us? Did you fight for grits? Grits are Couldn't bad. get grits in there. Yeah. What? We don't, hold on, because grits is not cereal. Grits, to me, belongs in savory. You get some salt, some butter. That's a savory Correct. breakfast. Yes, yes, I grits agree. Grits will be in the savory region. This is where we've had problems. We left a lot of cereals on the cutting room floor, so much so that I had to make the executive decision. We can't have Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles, one Flintstone representative only. We can't have Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios. One Cheerio representative Whoa, so only. So if you were doing fast food, you couldn't have the Big Mac and the Quarter well, Pounder? That's different because the McDonald's oh, has oh. so many staples. But it's like the Pebbles brand. We'll just do the Pebbles. Well, one's fruity, one's chocolate. We got to right. get that's a what lot I'm of saying. cereals that was in my, there. That's like, what I was What saying. about Frankenberry versus Count Chocula? That's Exactly. We can only have one creature. I mean, come on. Count Chocula clears Frankenberry. Just because the Flintstones are on the box doesn't mean that you have to separate, uh, that you got to have just one. You're breaking up a family. Well, exactly. Well, one is is chocolate. The Flintstones are divorced, damn it. One one is chocolate, and the other one is is fruity. Now, what's happening here, Cap? What's outside here? This dude is walking down the street, going to work, drinking his coffee. This guy who was taking his clothes off in front of us, now has put his clothes back on, reached over, and wrenched the coffee out of this guy's hands and stole it. Okay, so... And we nearly had a throwdown right out here. It was like, whoa! Well, wait, hold on a second. So, you gonna let somebody just take the coffee out your hand you don't do anything about it? Beat his ass. Go tell that guy. No, you tell tell, um, Jake there, over there, that... that, uh, 
middle-aged man who just got the coffee yanked out of his hand, go back and get your coffee. Right? Right. What the hell is he doing? He's just looking at us like it's like, what are we going to do about it? Want me to come through the glass and help you? Wow. Well, okay. Two things are wrong there in that spot, Johnny. Johnny, you're walking down the street, and somebody just takes the coffee out your hands. What are you going to do? Now, Key comes out there. That's right. Whoop that trick. (laughs) There you go. And now, Key come out. All of a sudden, you know, hey, man, you ain't going to take my coffee, man. I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, ask Detroit Shay. Someone takes the coffee out of your hands? It's they, over, isn't it? They wouldn't dream of it. One look at me. I'm just telling <laughs> they that, wouldn't that, dream of that it. That guy was taking his clothes off right in front of us. He had like eight layers of clothes on. Took and he, them all off down to his shirt and stood here screaming at us. And then takes the coffee out of a guy's hand. And he didn't look unseemly. He had his backpack like he's going to work. Put a nice vest back on. Sees this dude, turns and goes, Toom. yanked it right out of his hands. I thought we were going to have a throwdown right in front of us. No one's taking my coffee away from me. I don't care what your name is. Uh, you have a one, you have one of one when it comes to memorabilia. An item that's worth a half a million dollars. Could you sell it? We'll unpack that for you in two minutes on Cap and J Hood. Get your coffee.